allies, and anybody that wants to learn more about the LGBT plus community. My name is Zanardi, and I'm so glad all your beautiful faces are here. Hello, friends. Family, actually. Welcome back to another episode of the Alphabet Mafia podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. Today's conversation is a little bit interesting. So there's this account that I found on TikTok called, I'm not going to say the name because it's actually a slur name, but it's the T word for transgender people. So T slur for Trump is their account name. And basically they're a group of three transgender kids who I, I didn't realize at the time that they were all under 18, but they're actually fairly young. So just take with that information as you will. They're fairly young people, and, and one of them decided to come on the podcast with me and talk to me about their worldviews and why a transgender person would support Trump. So that's what this conversation is. It's about their perspective on things and how a young transgender person can look at Donald Trump and support him. You know, obviously here in the Alphabet Mafia and me personally, I am not a supporter of Donald Trump or his policies. I don't think much of the content we put out in the Alphabet Mafia brand is supportive of Trump or Trump's policies. But we believe in in, in free speech and in conversation as a means to educate people and uh, and help society come together and grow and be more... Uh, synergistic with each other. I mean, I think these conversations are very, very important to have because if we just ignore the problems or if we ignore people who don't think like us, then that's just that that puts us in our own bubble. That makes us ignorant, right? And we believe that it's important to have hard conversations with challenging topics, with challenging worldviews. And so that's what this episode is. I cannot stress this enough. Please, please do not bully anyone in this group for having differing opinions. Uh, I will not be linking any of their socials in the show notes like I usually do with the guests just because I, just because they are young and I want to protect their identities and I want to make sure that no one is going and harassing them. But, yeah, the the, the guy's name is Noah and, you know, we, we kind of had a, a little back and forth about um, our worldviews on, on Trump, so... I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you get some value out of it, and I hope you learn something from it. Without further ado, guys, gals, non-binary pals, here's Noah. Noah, we're live. Thank you for being here. No problem. It's good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I think just right off the bat, people want to know, and we're going to dive into it, your your name. I'm not going to say the name, but it's it's a seen as a derogatory term for trans people. And it's, so it's derogatory term, term for Trump. That's the name of your group account that you have on TikTok. Where did that name come from and why do you, why do you ho- have that as your name? So um, it started out as a group chat, a texting group chat with my mm-hmm. friends and I uh, who have the account. And I'm just like, hey, what if we made a TikTok? And, you know, it's a little controversial. Um, my personal view is if it's not, used as a derogatory term and it's just in referring like to our account and i've tried to make that clear i don't have a problem with it i can't speak on the uh, behalf of the entire trans community or anything but you know we don't really see it as a problem and if we really didn't want people to say it, we wouldn't have it as our name i guess Mm. so it's a it would be a little bit like if i had an account uh, as a gay man it was like like faggots for whatever or you know like in support of that like 
because because you know I could I can say that word that you feel that that's appropriate for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like, um, oh, go ahead. Uh, sorry. Like we really don't have a problem with people saying it as long as it's not like, hey, you T word, you know, go burn in hell or whatever. We right. don't really have a problem with it as long as it's not used in a derogatory term or way, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I hear that. And, and not everybody has that opinion. That's the, the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I'm, cannot speak for the behalf of the trans community. Uh, so what made you want to start this group? You said that it was a group chat. And what happened? Like, how did that how did that initial ball get rolling for you to start a group that's about trans people advocating for for Donald Trump? Yeah, so uh, I met Sam like 10 months ago, maybe. Um, and I met Cole through Instagram um, six months ago. And we kind of found it crazy. Oh, we all kind of share the same political beliefs, despite being trans. There's probably more people like this, you know, we should speak up about this kind of stuff, uh, spread mm. awareness. And, you know, we thought it would be fun and we just decided to make it. And, you know, we, we are not famous or, you know, big by any means, but, you know, we have a decent following and we made some friends and stuff from the account. So, yeah, it's it's cool. I sure. I, I think you're I mean, last time I checked, like when I was promoting it, you were around like 36K, which is a, a good size following. So, um, mm. so clearly people are interested in what you have to say. Uh, yeah. So what? Tell me about your like your actual your your personal views. So you're a conservative or you're a Trump supporter. Have you always been a Trump supporter? Uh, have you always been raised in a conservative environment, or or is that how did that begin? So, I guess my dad is conservative, not super. I don't know, crazy, mm-hmm. radical, but conservative. My mom doesn't really care you know she's just supportive of whatever we like to do um and for a while you know I was like taught that being trans you know you couldn't be a conservative that it goes against everything that you believe in and through my dad and through other trans conservatives uh on the internet I'm like wait I don't really fit the kind of you know normal uh trans leftist liberal kind of I don't know box like I don't, it just doesn't make sense to me. So despite what people think about being uh, trans and conservative, it's really not that contradictory when you look into it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> looking into it, that, that's, that's something that I look forward to doing here with you. Yeah. Um, because I mean, I, I mean, just in, in my world, like I don't know many trans people that uh, advocate for Donald Trump at all. I mean, I, we had Caitlyn Jenner who is popular a few years ago that kind of came out in support of Donald Trump. Uh, she then rescinded that, um, I guess, what is it, stamp of approval. <laughs> but uh, so you were kind of raised in a conservative environment and you kind of just realized that some that there are other conservative trans people out there. What attracts you specifically to, to Donald Trump um, that, that makes you want to give him his your endorsement? Uh, well, first of all, I guess what he's done for the country, what he's done for the LGBT community. I know I'm, it's it's kind of weird to say that, I guess. Um, but no, he's done a lot. Um, stuff that he's done, stuff that he stands for. Um, I really agree with his policies and everything he's done. And I'm like, well, if people keep saying that he's transphobic, I'm going to look into that. And I found, you know, a lot of 
uh, BuzzFeed articles that people didn't, you know, really read past the headlines. And I looked into it. I'm like, I really like this guy. He's not transphobic. And, you know, he's a good person to support. Is, is, what about, is picking Mike Pence, who's been on record talking about conversion therapy and advocating for that when he was governor of of Indiana, is that not alarming to you? Or is that something that, how do you define the two between Trump and his vice president pick? Yeah. So uh, we get asked this a lot. Um, What I say is, you know, I, by supporting Trump, I do support Pence. Um, But, you know, I don't think that you have to agree with 100% of the things that somebody says to support them. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, he hasn't really done anything about that. He hasn't tried to do anything about that. Uh, Quite the opposite. I don't support what he said. But, you know, I support uh, what they stand for. I support pretty much everything else, almost. So. Um, Okay. What, what about, let's just talk specifically about like Trump's trans military ban. Um, Cause that is a topic that obviously applies to you and to the trans community and to the LGBT community in general. How do you as a trans individual look at Donald Trump and passing something like that and advocating for something like that and then still support him or stand by it? Yeah. So I, I was kind of hoping that you brought that up. Uh, we've actually made a few videos on this. There is a lot of misinformation about that. Um, and we can go into it. I'd love to, but basically, yeah, please. <laughs> okay. So if, if you want me to just start, um, so the military ban, it's, I think if you're at the beginning of your transition, I think a year, I don't know the dates correctly, but if it's like a year or two years, maybe into your transition, you know, you have been on HRT for a while, you have to wait to enlist. Um, and, you know, being on like hormones, steroids or whatever you want to call it, uh, to, you know, transition and to be trans, whether it's uh, testosterone or estrogen, uh, that's not allowed in the military, even, you know, for trans people, it's kind of like a necessity. It's not allowed in the military. Um, well, it's not a necessity. There's plenty of trans people that choose to either postpone or decide to never go on hormones or any type of transition like that. Um, but keep going. Yeah, 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 of course there are. But, uh, you know, for some trans people, maybe the majority of trans people who wish to go on uh, hormones or do go on hormones, that is not allowed in the military. So you can be trans in the military. You can go in the military. You just can't be on hormones. Um, and uh, there's another aspect about mental health. Um, I don't know if this is a little touchy. I won't, you know, go too into it but um basically uh the big thing about the mental health and the military is you know you have to have like a clean everything you have to be in tip-top shape and a lot of trans people and obviously not all of them but a lot of trans people you know being trans comes with its own set of difficulties and mental illness and stuff you know with uh dysphoria or i don't i guess depression suicide anxiety they can't have that in the military. You need to be in your tip-top shape. You can be trans in the military. You just need to be in your tip-top shape. And a lot of trans people really aren't. Uh, I can't speak for all of them. A lot of them are in a good place, too. But, you know, it's kind of iffy. It's like that with any mental illness, any disability. You know, it's not just trans people. It's not meant to discriminate. It's kind of just meant to keep everybody in their tip-top shape, I guess. So. 
Yeah. Sure, I, I understand the mental health aspect of things, and they do have have health or they have mental and physical examinations that every service member goes through when they enlist, um, which would include trans people. And I think that so are, were you saying that Trump that trans people aren't banned from serving? Is, is that what you were saying? Um, there are restrictions, but if you are trans, if you identify as trans, there's really nothing that says, oh, you cannot be trans. Maybe you can't really be on hormones, or if you've been on hormones for this amount of time, or if you have bad mental health, you can't. But, you know, if you're just transgender, you can't be. Like, it's fine. You're good to go. I I don't I don't know about that because I it, all the articles I've read all that it says that there is an open ban on transgender people from serving that it doesn't have anything to do with whether they're on hormones or not it says if they do identify as transgender then they are not they are barred from serving in the military which would revert to the don't ask don't tell policy which was revoked by Obama in 2012. Um, so don't ask, don't tell policy was basically it applied to every LGBT people, but for, for like gay people, you weren't allowed to um, come out as gay in the military. And I've had a Marine, a former Marine or Navy guy on this podcast who served in the don't ask, don't tell era. And he was talking about just how traumatizing it is being laying in your bunker at, at night and having the secret that you're not allowed to tell other people. Um, and so I, I guess we might be a little misunderstood there on what the Trump military ban actually is, because I'm looking at a Vox article right now. I know Vox gets shit on a lot, but that's just one of the articles I found that that does say that um, Trump asked federal courts to to ban transgender people from serving in the military. And that's that's not just the headline. Um, do you I mean, do you have I mean, what what are your sources on on on? rebuttaling that if, if possible yeah uh i don't really have anything with me right now um i could pull some things up for the future i could post on my account or whatever but i do not have anything right now uh if there's new information i'm not sure about then i'm open to you know hearing that and everything i just don't have anything with me right now well the see the thing is trump said trump bans transgender people from serving in the military and he cites cost as one of the the main factors meaning um that if the the military health insurance has to cover for gender reassignment surgery or transition surgery then um that would be the major factor in why they would want to get rid of that or not allow trans people in the military so yeah. i i still think we're a little bit misunderstanding here because i i do believe that if uh, a, a trans person that's listening to this podcast w w that was of age and that did pass the mental and health, the mental and physical health examinations went to go sign up tomorrow. I don't think they would be let in. Um, I mean, I'll have to do my own research on that, but um, yeah, if that is true, it's probably a, now. I guess it's go kind of to healthcare. Uh, you know, again, like you said, with the cost. Um, uh, with all that kind of stuff, it, I understand where they're coming from. Uh, yeah, it is costly if they have all these trans people on hormones and stuff in the military. Uh, you know, we have a stance on healthcare and everything, so we kind of see that, I guess, a little different. You know, we don't 
believe in, you know, uh, free health care and stuff, I guess. And, um, you know, if you want to be in the military and you want to be trans, maybe hormones isn't the best option. You know, it kind of sucks. But, again, kind of the tip-top shape thing. Well, a, a, a study from RAND, uh, which is an institution that puts out a lot of uh, economical studies and, and things like that, they, they cited that um, the cost of having transgender people serving in the military would be around $2.4 million to $8.4 million annually um, to fund their reassignment surgery or to fund their hormone hormonal procedures. And that is literally just a drop in the bucket. Like that's, that's like a, for the military budget, that's like, I, it's under a percent of a percent of a percent. It's like literally just a, a tank. Like don't build an extra tank that yeah. is going to go sit in some fort in Georgia. Like you, you can have trans people serve. So I guess my point is like, is, is how do you look at this and, and not feel threatened by it or feel excluded or feel discriminated by the president that you support? I mean, I guess uh, I've always heard one thing from people, you know, doing my own research. Uh, I'm going to double check. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not really sure now where I stand. Um, I'm very open about changing how I feel and everything. Um, you know, I'm going to do my own research. If mm -hmm. everything that, you know, you've said or whatever is like citable and everything, then my views might change. You know, it's intimidating. Um, but I've also seen with a lot of things where you look into it and everything, it's kind of like, oh, well, maybe that's not exactly how it is. Um, no, I, I understand completely. I understand there's news, especially in today's world, like it's so crazy. There's so many sources. There's so many people telling us what to believe and there's CNN and there's Fox and there's so many different avenues of information available that it's overwhelming um, at times. But I think the important thing is to like look, look at also try to look at the core and the people who support Donald Trump, because when you're like and I'm not telling you how to feel. I'm just telling you how I feel about how you feel, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like you support Trump as a trans person, but you're also kind of standing right there with his his base and his supporters, who many of them are actually very homophobic or transphobic or racist. Like that's just not every Trump supporter is a terrible racist person. I mean, I'm not going to say yeah. that, but it's also true that a, there's a good amount of them that are bad people. <laughs> And, and that don't want you to have your rights, that don't want you to grow up as a, as a happy trans boy. Um, and so I think that's also part of the problem with it's okay to agree with Trump on some things, agree, oh, he's doing things for the economy. But, but when you're looking at what he's sending, what his message is and how he's conveying that message to people, that it's, it's divisive and hurtful to our community. Yeah. I mean, I'll have to look more into the military thing, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, personally, that's just my view on it, I guess. Sure, sure. I, I, I totally understand. And, and um, I mean, the great thing is we all are entitled to our own opinions, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. W how do you feel about the Trump health care thing that happened, I, I think, back in June, where the Trump administration wanted to block uh, or make it harder for transgender individuals to access health care? Are you familiar about kind of what he said to the Supreme Court? Yeah. Um, so from what I've heard, uh, he was a trying to make it in like 
religious private hospitals, they could deny health care, not in like, I know you just walk into a hospital, you know, you're bleeding or whatever. They can't really say no about that kind of stuff. But, you know, if it is um, like a religious hospital, they, they are allowed to deny uh, like service. Uh, I don't think that's in life threatening uh, cases. I think it's just reassignment surgery. I could be wrong. I'll have to look into a little bit more. That's what I've heard. Mm. Um, but also, uh, we again don't really believe in like free health care. So he wants to also make it so that you have to pay for your own surgeries. And we support that. Um, so I guess I'll ask, have you, have you done anything, um, healthcare related? Have you done any procedures or anything to, um, for yourself in your trans journey uh, to, to transition? Yeah. So I'm on a blocker. I take, it's a shot and it stops puberty. Uh, I take it every three months and yeah, yeah I'm not on any. And, and um, I, I guess, so we're talking about the, the free aspect of it. Um, what about the trans people, your trans brothers and sisters who aren't in a, a position of privilege to afford that service to them? Do What, what would you tell them? Like, what, what would you say to someone who wants to transition who's just like you? Maybe they're a 13 year old boy or girl going through the same things that you're going through, but they don't have the access to healthcare that, that you were afforded. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm very fortunate. I'm very, very fortunate uh, to have access to uh, what I do have. Um, but I just can't, you know, it's kind of, I can't support like all the kind of free stuff because of how it ends up, what it turns into. Um, you know, it's hard, but I just think it's better you know, if that kind of stuff isn't free, which makes it harder for people. But, and also, uh, I, I guess I come from a pretty good household and everything, but I do believe in, I guess, working to where you want to get. Even something as, as, as essential as, as your identity, as something that like is, is you to the core, um, that if people can't afford it, then it's kind of sucks for them. Um, yeah. 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 Because I mean, I, you know, I'd, I'd love it if everybody got free stuff, but I can't, if we found a way to make it work, then I'd be all for it. But you know, in the places it has been tried, it's all just come crashing down and I can't support that as of right now. You know, if we find a, another way, a better way, I'm all for it, but I just can't support it because of what it turns into. Well, I'm not going to dive too deep into like the uh, the whole healthcare as an overall issue. I I I, I want to stay focused on trans healthcare, but um, I don't I don't know. I don't have the numbers, but I don't think I don't think offering free transition surgery or hormones to everyone who's trans would be that much of a cost economically. I mean, that's not percentage wise. There's not many trans people in the United States. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about let's let's go kind of go back to what Trump actually did though with the with the the religious institute or the religious hospitals being able to deny healthcare or transitions. Um, so you agree with that because you believe? Do you agree with this because you believe 
religious doctors have the right to to say no to that, to say no to something that um, just transitioning because they, it goes against their beliefs. Look, I, I, I'm an atheist. I don't agree with those beliefs, but I do mm-hmm. believe in the freedom of religion. Um, you know, it's kind of harsh to say, but I guess you could go anywhere else. Uh, you know, if there's a local religious hospital or whatever, there's probably not another one that will accept you and can't say no too far away. Um, but yeah, I, I do believe in freedom of religion. You know, again, I don't agree with everything what they say but you know you can't take somebody's right away to that yeah do do you think that these kind of laws are end up being more divisive and cause more um more uh divisiveness between people between people because um you know instead of everybody just being able to go to the doctor or the hospital that's closest to them now we have to drive away from the one that's religious because they're not going to perform the surgery um, do you think that like it'd be better if everyone was just able to go to the doctor as they believe or as they wish and and religious religion beliefs are set aside? I mean, yeah, I'd love that. I would. Yeah, that would be really cool. But I feel like you just can't take somebody's right away to say no. It would be a lot easier and everything. But, you know, there's. I don't I just don't think it's possible, I guess, in a I know one day maybe in a great society but i believe and you know i guess saying no if you believe something's wrong i don't share the belief but i just don't see it you know if it was like oh i can uh kill gay people because i don't believe in it that's a little different but i don't think i don't see this as a very harmful thing you know it's not great i just don't see it as a very harmful thing (laughs) uh I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to put into words the overall bigger picture of it as as it being harmful because if we were to boil it down it's 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 promoting in my my idea it's promoting transphobia by allowing anyone to reject someone on the basis of their orientation or their gender identity uh, to to say no to that isn't that isn't that if there's a, bu- a society, if we're all sitting in a bucket of water and we're now allowing religious doctors in that bucket to say no, then it's just creating more transphobia in that in that bucket, in that pond. Right. Like, don't is or do you think that, too? Or do you think it's possible? Um, again, like I'd like it to be possible. I just don't think it's reasonable. Um, you know, there's always another doctor you could go to and. Again, you know, if everybody could just, you know, get along one day and be like, oh, yeah, I'll do this surgery or I'll give you these hormones for you, then that would be great. But I also think it's people's right to say no. And, you know, it's not going to change tomorrow. Not everybody's going to be accepting of this. And, you know, it would I'd I'd love it if it could change. But again, you can't take away somebody's right to say no to that kind of stuff. That's let me let me ask is is trump and his administration the the person that you see as the pioneer of change the person or the people who will lead us to that society that does get to a point where everyone's accepting of each other um yeah in some ways i mean i don't think he's a hundred percent the most ad like the most you know go lgbt but he has done a lot um i don't yeah again i don't think he's the most 100% 100% you know gonna be fighting for us on the front line um but 
I uh, support a lot of what he does. Um, you know, again, like I said, uh, I don't feel like I have to agree with 100% of somebody's policies to support them. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, at the end of the day, he is in favor of us and he will fight for us. Do what are your thoughts on him not um, not tweeting and tweeting or making any kind of statement about pride uh, the past three? I think he might have done it the first year he was in office, but the past three years he hasn't done so much as make a tweet of saying happy pride, you know, on June 1st. Um, what how does that sit with you? I've actually I've never really thought of that. I mean, you know, it, it would be nice, but I just don't see it as that much of an issue, I guess. Um, you know, not really a necessity. Again, it would be nice, but he has also done a lot for the community. So, like, like what? What? What has he done for the community in in your point of view? That's been good. Uh, well, he launched a globalized campaign to decriminalize homosexuality. Um. He, him, his administration. Uh, that is true. To, You're right. <laughs> uh, his administration tried to eliminate AIDS and HIV, and uh, gave twenty thousand, yeah, twenty thousand uninsured Americans, uh, gay Americans, uh, free access to treatment for HIV and AIDS. Um, there's more. I can think of some. Oh, uh, passed the anti-LGBT. He no, he uh, signed a bill that uh, prohibits uh, anti like discrimination of LGBT people in the workplace. I I don't think he did that. I think he was actually against that. Um, it was the Supreme Court. If we're talking about the same thing, it was back in the end of June this past year, right? Mm -hmm. um, it was the Supreme Court who struck who struck a, down a law that said. Um, you cannot be fired or who made it a law of a federal law that you cannot be fired for being gay because before this law was passed, before the Supreme Court made this decision, there were some states where you were able to be fired on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity. Obviously not here in California where we both are, but there are states like Texas and Alabama where you could walk into work and, and be fired for being gay or trans. Um, and the Supreme Court was the one that voted on solidifying that law. And I believe, because I made a few TikToks on this, um, Trump was actually disappointed with that decision. Trump was upset that the Supreme Court um, and, and, and two of the Republican justices actually voted in favor of, of having that law, of, of having those protections. And Trump was disappointed in them, um, from my knowledge. So I, I would encourage you to double check that. I, of course, will double check after this as well. But that's what I believe I think happened from from my knowledge of, uh, of the scenario. Yeah, so what I heard is uh, he had to sign that. You know, he could have, you know, been against it and, you know, declined. But he he didn't, you know, like come up with it or anything. But you know, it's a Supreme Court. But he had to sign it. It had to go through him first. So. Yeah. But the Supreme okay maybe he signed it maybe he didn't. <laughs> um, but the Supreme Court was the one that that initiated it. And I guess maybe he was pressured to sign it. Maybe he signed it. Maybe he didn't. I'm not under that mindset. I'm under the mindset that I'm I'm not I'm a C student, so I'm not the smartest at everything. I just read a lot of things. But I believe that the Supreme Court passed it five four vote. Trump was upset. 
I don't know if Trump was involved or not, but of course I will double check. Um, I mean, <laughs> the comments might, might be able to correct me. If anyone knows, okay, so SCOTUS is independent. So the Supreme Court of the United States is independent. Thank you, Comrade Shade. Um, okay, so they say that the SCOTUS is independent uh, and that Trump did not need to sign his approval for, for this law. Yeah, um, that's not what I heard. I, I can double check, of course. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if I'm going off of what I heard at the end of the day, uh, he signed it and he made that happen. So where, I, I, where, I would check, of course. But Do you remember where you got your, your information from? Because I know I got mine. I remember making the TikTok. I green screened the NB, an NBC News article. Do you remember where you got yours? No, I've been hearing that around for a while and I can double check and I will make a TikTok when I hear when I find uh, where it says that or find otherwise, but yes, I will get on that. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, well, um, so why don't you just t tell the audience one more time, or remind them who you are um, and, and, and everything like that and, and your social media yeah. or your page. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm Noah and I run an account with my friends called uh, it's a slur. I'm not going to say it. Uh, for Trump, uh, T, the T slur for Trump, if you just type that in on TikTok. We haven't really expanded to anything else yet, but yeah. Okay. And let me ask you one thing. Have you, um, you're, so you're, in, you're in California. Have you ever been openly trans in, a, in another state? Like, um, have you ever been to like Alabama or just somewhere where it's a little more red? No. No? Okay. Are you interested in ever going there? Mm, probably not Alabama, but I don't know, maybe in the future move out of California. Mm, okay. And are you worried at all about people committing hate crimes on trans people, people who are transphobic? Um, like, how, like what, where is that on your radar in terms yeah, of issues um, that the world needs to address? It's always, yeah, it's a concern. Uh, mm. it, it can be scary. Um, yeah, there's no denying that it can be scary. Um, I guess just have to be careful. You know, I'm scared as a trans person. You know, it's it's hard being trans and like America and everything. But I guess uh, I, you know, support who I do because I believe he will change some things. You know, he will fight to change that. Do you believe Trump is the best option the best person right now to better the trans community right now yes yes right now uh not too happy about everybody else in the picture i guess yeah mm. okay well um thank you for for talking to me today i mean i i, I if the audience knows and everyone knows i'm pro i'm of the complete opposite. I'm not a Trump supporter in the slightest. But, you know, I think these conversations are important, at least just to hear other other people's sides, hear what they have to say, hear why they think what they think. And so I want I want to thank you, Noah, for, for coming on and doing this today. So I appreciate you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And thank you to everybody listening that, that joined the live stream. I love you all for being here. And I hope everybody has a great evening. Bye-bye. Thank you all so much for listening. You are all so beautiful and amazing. Make sure to check us out at www.thealphabetmafia.com. You can read our blogs there. You can support our brand. Get a sticker. Get yourself a sticker. 
that really helps us it raises brand awareness you put it on your water bottle you put it on your laptop it becomes more of a common thing seen around town of course if you need serious help you can visit the trevorproject.org or you can give them a call at 1-866-488-7386 if you are in need of serious help please reach out to those people immediately they will be more than happy to help in a, in a tremendous way thank you all for tuning in and i hope you have a beautiful morning evening whatever it is good night